So hi, welcome to the Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Trevor from Sundressed. And we're asking questions today about the upcoming self-titled album. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Uh, thank you. I feel really good about it. Um, it just kind of has been a long time coming. It feels good to have the songs out. And I'm I'm so freaking proud of them. So Hell yeah. yeah very Hell exciting. Yeah. This album yeah. hits hard in the feels. It's fucking ridiculous, man. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you guys are trying to kill me doing a song with "Have Mercy," arguably the saddest band out there. <laughs> that is true. Heck, yeah, I was so excited about that. Yeah. Um, but the, the our, our guitar great. player Katie he was playing a band called Weatherbox, and they they toured with Have Mercy back in the day, so he had that connection and. When we finished, when we did the song, we instantly thought of his voice, and he was like our first thought. So the fact that he was down made me so happy. Hell yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Hell yeah. Uh, so, is there any reason behind this being your self-titled, and is there any meaning behind the cover art? Um. Yeah. So I felt like this was the self-titled because it really feels like this is the sound that I've been like hearing in my head and trying to make a reality for the past ten years of this band. And it just really feels like this is Sundress and what I've always wanted Sundress to be. And um, so for the cover art, I was trying to think of a cool way to like make it just our logo since it's a self-titled, make it very simple, branded on on the logo. And I thought it'd be cool because I already have the tattoo right here to do like I had our tattoo artist touch it up and <laughs> we shot it like in a studio while she was doing it so we could get like the kind of like fresh ink blood kind of look to make it look mm-hmm. kind of like this is like permanent this is sundress this is the thing you know that's Hell fucking yeah. awesome raw yeah yeah <laughs> Hell yeah um so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album um yeah so the majority of sundress songs start with me and an acoustic guitar and um i was kind of going just just through a lot of changes when I was writing this record, I got married um, while we were writing this record. Um, lots of, you know, I feel like the pandemic kind of changed perspectives for a lot of people. So it was kind of like just kind of continuing the story, but a lot more of like self-realization and a lot of just like kind of self more self-awareness and learning about how I adapt and how I go through things, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's kind of where it started. And um, we had so much time to write because we we're uh, during the pandemic. So we did like a lot more sessions together. Like we met up with our producer, Mike, in a house in um, in Palm Springs during the pandemic. And we like did like a whole like two weeks of just writing with him. Uh, we wrote some stuff with Jaden from with confidence we so we did a little little more like co-writing a little more kind of writing more songs to choose the best 10 kind of vibe and just overall just more thought into it i think yeah it, it's interesting that you mentioned like you guys got to like write together because of the pandemic you know, you would think it would be the right. opposite because of what was going on, but that that's it. So it's hard for you guys to kind of get together when the world is, is kind of kicking. Yeah. I mean, it was kind of more just the fact that when we would normally, we were touring so much before the pandemic is when, when we could all get time off because uh, 
like AJ lives in San Diego and um, yada yada, mm-hmm. it would be for touring. So we we're like, we can actually ask for time off right now because no one's touring and we can we can go write songs. Yeah. You know? All right. So. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what song off this album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite? Oh, um, longest to write is definitely 20 Below, which is the next single that's coming out. Um, I had what I thought was a verse for that song for like the past four years. And then uh, at that writing session, our manager was actually, I was playing it and he was like, that's a great chorus. And I was like, no, it's this verse that I have and I can't come up with a chorus for it. And it's just like, that is the chorus. And so a five-year verse turned into the chorus of that song. Damn. Uh, So yeah, that one was a long time coming and it feels really special. Um, But I have to say my favorite song is probably the last track. It's called Anyone Else But You. And it's kind of that. I wrote it in a really kind of dark place but in a kind of realizing a lot about my own mental health and my partner's mental health and like kind of understanding how to communicate and like where those you know like kind of just really understanding her struggles in like a deeper way and it just felt that song just kind of poured out of me in a few minutes it was one of those so i'm very connected to it yeah for sure uh so how'd the track list the album come about did you guys write the opener be the opener close be a closer just shuffle around and see what fits what was that process like um we pretty much like we pretty much just recorded our favorite songs and then i decided the order after we decided on the songs um but definitely like while we were recording we started to feel like this one would be a good opener um actually the the title or not the title track the first track uh cry about it better hell i originally wanted to call the album better hell but i didn't want to start the start with track one as a title track two albums in a row Mm -hmm. yeah that's like we did for the last record so uh, that was kind of also part of the reason why we decided to do self-titled to be completely honest fair enough um there there's a there's a good chunk of features on here and i thought that was interesting for a self-titled because you are talking about how it's like the way you kind of saw the band but there's also a lot of features on here so like was there any sort of hesitancy with that or does it feel natural? Um, it it feels natural for me, honestly. I've always been a very collaborative person. Like the the band members have always been kind of a loose group of whatever good friends I have that are down to go and get in the van for a month, you know. Um, so it's kind of like kind of felt like it was part of the story of just because all these people were people that I have known for years, other than uh, Brian. That was just like awesome luck for me but um, but yeah they're all just people that i really enjoy their songwriting and their voices and it felt like kind of a cool opportunity to showcase them as well as like get them involved in my creative process so yeah um did they all have a part in like writing the songs that they were on or was it like here's the verse now you do it um, <laughs> it was yeah it was it was kind of a mix of the two like some of the songs we had more of a part written and other ones we were like just kind of do your thing so all right makes um sense. yeah makes sense uh so mm-hmm. would you be able to tell us where your headspace is at while you're creating this record um yeah so i was uh kind of freshly married and out of the pandemic and kind of going through this like i felt like i was in my 
the beginning of my 30s at the beginning of the pandemic and then it felt like the whole pandemic was just like one year and all of a sudden I'm 36 like what's happening and so kind of like a lot of just like self-realization self-actualization of where I've been the past 10 years like the the impact this band has had on me and my family and my relationships and like um so it was kind of just a lot of just like transitions in my life and also just um more confidence and excitement and what I've done I guess if that makes sense yeah okay okay uh so how how do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time should you do in the car with friends and talk with headphones on is workout album party album what do you personally recommend i would say it could be a good like long drive album if you can listen to the whole album but i think it's it definitely has some twists and turns and there are like some of the darkest points on our album on this album Mm -hmm. we've also had some of the poppiest points that we've ever had so um it's definitely a journey um the song "Nothing" though that one is uh that one's a in your bedroom alone type one specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, it's fucking record like moving me to tears and shit over here. Like totally, totally not a party album. Let me tell you. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so this one should be super super quick. Off the top of your head, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words: no more, no less. Oh my gosh, um, fun sentimental mm-hmm. and uh, fun sentimental and loud i'm gonna say <laughs> fuck yeah all right perfect uh so in that same train of thought is there a certain feeling or emotion you want listeners to have while going through the album um definitely just a feeling of of community and just feeling a little bit less alone and where anywhere you could possibly relate to something like this mm-hmm. all right Uh, So are you able to talk about any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this album, positive or negative? Yeah, I guess uh, it was a a really cool experience to um, like get more involved in the uh, and being collaborative with actual band members, because a lot of times in the past I've had just mostly fill ins and it's been kind of me and a producer. So getting to do more writing with my main guy aj out in san diego he actually wrote the song nothing himself completely which was a really cool experience for me um so i think i would say it was challenging in a fun way to kind of like like let loose a little bit and um yeah gosh that's a tough one um i would say there are also um we did a kind of how do i put this um, our old drummer Max, who hadn't played with us for a while, came back and ended up playing drums on the record. And it was kind of a, mm. um, it was just an interesting situation where one one member was kind of doing their own thing, and he was someone that I played with in the past and had a really great connection with. And then he was unable to tour for a long time, and we reconnected, and he kind of just jumped in while we were recording the album and just did all the drums for it. So we weren't sure if he was going to join the band or if he was going to play drums, but he's just such a spectacular drummer. And um, he ended up joining and he just did the last tour with us. And it felt like, like we just missed him so much. And it was such a good, <laughs> such awesome. a good read. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, that and was so, a kind of- 
Going back to you mentioning that you were able to incorporate the band members into the writing process this time around, was it like all sunshine and roses and just kind of like no bumps in the road while trying to like fit them into your writing process? Because you've been doing this for a while. So you already have like everything kind of basically planned out in your head. So were they able to kind of see the vision along with you or did you just kind of have to like redo or restart your entire process? Um, I definitely had to be more open-minded and just like... um... For me, the hardest part for me was I feel like I would always have the start of a song and it was hard for me to go in with nothing and just be like, we're all have nothing. Let's all come up with something. And that was really fun for me. But also we came up with some of the coolest stuff, like a couple of the songs we just wrote completely from scratch. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that that was probably the hardest part for me. Oh, okay, sense. makes sense. Um, so for this question, we want you to picture you're on tour. You're at a gas station for a, re- gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Snack of choice. Um, I'm usually going for some kind of cashews for protein. I can't have, or almonds, I can't have gluten anymore. So that's made gas stations a lot more difficult. Yeah. But yeah, I'm usually going for that and like a, um, the least gross and sweet coffee drink I can find, like the most normal, like cold brew drink. <laughs> and then maybe like a, like a cheese stick or something. <laughs> nice. All right. I don't That's know if the cheese combo. stick and the coffee go together. <laughs> they don't go together, but you know, it's it's survival mode. You got to have your protein. You got to have your caffeine, or you're not a person on tour. I have all the eans. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> uh, so, on the topic of food, if Sundress was a band, what if Sundress was a dish? What dish would Sundress be, and why? I think it would be a really good bowl of ramen because number one that's my favorite food and number Mm. two it's a slow process to make it and it takes time to develop the flavors and the sound like 10 years of making this sound Mm -hmm. but it's really good and really memorable and warm and nice to have for a meal Nice. I love Hell that. yeah. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music. So if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be and why? Um, I think I would want to be a dog because I really like companionship and attention. And it would just be nice to be the one who's getting fed instead of having to go work to pay for the dog food. I totally agree. Absolutely. Yeah, they, the, the the dogs they live really good lives. I I, I got to be jealous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my wife just got us a puppy actually when we got when I got home from tour. <laughs> oh my god! What um what breed is it? What's what's the name? Uh, his name is Cow because he kind of has a, like an awesome name. He has the print of a cow, and he's a half a mini Australian Shepherd, half Catahoula. Oh my he's, god. He's he's on the sundressed Instagram for sure. Somewhere. Dude, I gotta okay. peep him. That's yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. Uh so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Um, it would definitely be Connor Oberst from Bright Eyes. His uh just hearing his music and his how he writes lyrics really changed my life and made me want to write songs. And I would love to just pick his brain and or just tell him that. Hell yeah, all right. Fuck yeah. Um, and for this last question, boom, you're on a desert island. You can bring one movie, one album, and one person. Who and what are you bringing? Oh, man. I've got to bring my wife because we are attached at the hip. She's my person. Um, album? I think I'm going to say, gosh, this isn't even one of my 
top three, but I'm going to say say anything self-titled. It's in my top 10 for sure, but I just feel like it has enough. It has so many twists and turns that it can cover a lot of angles and moods. I think that's a good one. And then it was album person and movie movie movie. Oh gosh. I am going to say this is 40 with Paul Rudd because I love Paul Rudd and it's just a very comforting, funny, happy movie. <laughs> Sounds good. Fuck yeah. Um, so as I said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um, we just announced some West Coast shows and the album comes out on August 11th. I'm so freaking excited to have this thing out. Um, I think pre-orders are coming soon. All that good fun stuff. Hell yeah. All right. Well, thank you for now. It's been Trevor from Sundress and we have been the Good Noise Podcast.